Now, the wealth protection diva, the joys and frustrations of being a business owner. Her insights are motivating, her frankness inspiring. Here is Sherry Hill. Over the last decade, leaders have had to deal with one disruptive challenge after another. The accelerating rate of digitalization and technology advancement has increased complexity in every industry. Global politics and trade policies have increased nationalism and regionalism. Stakeholders, both internal and external, expect organizations to be more socially responsible and adopt more environmentally sustainable practices. Younger generations are joining the workforce and challenging organizational values, advocating for more inclusion and meaning in their work. Meanwhile, consumers have high expectations of companies wanting speed and convenience at the best price from a company whose purpose resonates with them. And while stakeholders expect ever better returns from companies, all these forces make it even more challenging to turn a profit and to achieve transformational business goals. My guest, Adam Mendler, CEO of the Veloz Group based in Los Angeles, California, where he co-founded and oversees ventures across a wide variety of industries, is an entrepreneur, writer, speaker, educator, and nationally recognized authority on leadership. Welcome, Adam. Sherry, thank you so much for having me. Excited to be here with you and with your listeners. Awesome. Well, let's start with how are you helping leaders understand that the old way of top-down leadership is passe and that the new paradigm of leadership is about their ability to both perform, run the organization, and to transform, change the organization? The old style of leadership is definitely out. And I think you could say that more broadly. The old style of doing so many things is out. Innovate or die. Adapt or die. And when it comes to leadership, I think that all too often we tend to look at the way that we think leaders are supposed to look, the way that we think leaders are supposed to lead. It's interesting. I've interviewed hundreds of the most successful leaders in America, Fortune 500 CEOs, founders of household name companies, top political leaders, military leaders. And in one of my interviews, I interviewed Admiral Jim Stavridis, one of the most successful military leaders of our day. Retired four-star admiral, was the uh, supreme allied commander of NATO. And one of the things he told me is that when you think about military leaders, when you think about military leaders, the first thing that most people think of is Jack Nicholson from A Few Good Men. And in reality, that isn't how military leaders are at all. That isn't how great leaders in any field are at all. That might be how we think about leaders. We might think about leaders as being affected by yelling and screaming and saying, do this, do that. Whereas in reality, to be effective, it's by doing the opposite. It's by listening. It's by empowering. It's by getting to know the people around you. It's by doing whatever you can to build buy-in to ensure that you're motivating and inspiring, not through fear and intimidation, but through inspiration. So I'm with you 110% sure. Yeah. And so a lot of that, of course, is what has really changed dramatically, obviously, over the course of the last two years, is the culture of the organization and how 
uh, via through the employees and, uh, you know, supply everything that people are having to really evaluate the culture within the organization because there's pushback and change and transformation. And I'm not sure a lot of leaders um, were prepared for that. Yeah. And to your point, the organizations that are thriving today are organizations that understand culture, that understand how to adapt, that understand the importance of flexibility. We can't anticipate what the future is going to hold, but we can anticipate that change is going to come. As an entrepreneur, as a leader, the one thing you know is that change is inevitable. And building an organization that is adaptive, that is flexible, that appreciates change, that doesn't, that isn't fearful of change, but that can uh, embrace change, that's what it's all about. So over these past two years, uh, look, I can tell you as an entrepreneur involved in a number of different businesses, it has not been easy. It's been extremely challenging. There have been uh, many difficult uh, elements to uh, so many businesses all across America and, and so many different elements, so many diff- difficult elements um, to our lives. And there's really no easy answer, but you, you either have to fight and battle through and figure out a way to fight another day and, and keep a positive attitude uh, or you're not going to be successful. And one thing to add, one thing that's critical in good times and bad times, but especially in these times, is the power of communication. When you're going through difficult times, you might hide, you might want to run, you might want to be as far away from humanity as possible. But as a leader, you need to do the exact opposite. You need to show up, you need to be there, you need to be front and center, you need to be as communicative as possible. And the leaders that are not only able to do that, but are excited to do that, are the ones who are best capable of weathering these challenging times. Absolutely. And and so when you think about, I mean, what's really is the ultimate goal is if you've got a good team of people, you want to make sure that you can continue to pay them, provide their benefits, that you're servicing your customers. And so while... You know, if you read the media and you look at, you know, the big companies, what they're having to go through, when you drill that down to a smaller organization, a small business, which is the bulk of the people I work with, you know, how, how do you help people understand that, yes, while we, we still need to maintain cash flow and all of that, that you do have to be able to adapt and, and understand that your business is changing whether you like it or not. Your business is changing whether you like it or not. Unfortunately, you can't control the elements that are outside of control. And one of the most important things that anyone can do, whether you're an entrepreneur or whether you're an employee, is recognize that there's only so much that's within your control. And to be successful in whatever you do, you need to appreciate that each and every day, you can control a select number of things. 
You can control your attitude. You can control your time. You can control the people you surround yourself with. You can't control the weather. You can't control the economy. You can't control the price of gas. So focus on the things you can control. And when it comes to the things that you can't control, do your best to adapt to them, but don't let them consume you. I I like that, Adam. And I think also thinking about how to focus in on the things that you can control at the same time managing those things that, you know, you can reduce costs and you can eliminate redundancy and all that kind of stuff. I always look at whenever there's crises, there's always opportunity. And so having been in business for 30 years, you can imagine all the crises uh, globally that I've survived, but through every one, I get smarter and you know the business just gets stronger because I start to really focus in on those things, yes, that I can control, but how do I make it better? Focus, focus, focus. That's a key word. Any entrepreneur can tell you that that's the magic word right there. Um, if you don't have focus, it's gonna be very hard to be successful in anything you do. Whereas if you do have focus, if you can set clear goals, if you can set goals that are actionable, that are realistic, that are within reach, and you put your mind to it, you're going to get there. So I've done so many interviews with so many great people, and one piece of advice that I want to share with your listeners did an interview with NBA legend James Worthy, one of the all-time greatest basketball players, one of the 50 greatest basketball players of all time, won a bunch of championships with the Lakers. And when I asked James Worthy, what is something that anyone can do to become more successful personally and professionally, the first thing he said is, write it down. Write it down. And he elaborated and it's really about setting goals and writing them down. And as an entrepreneur, we can get pulled into so many different directions, so much going on each and every day. And the counter to that is having very clear, actionable goals that you're laser focused on and just going after them. Absolutely. I'm speaking with Adam Mendler, who is the CEO of the Velaz Group, and he does a lot of speaking and teaching and writing about leadership. We have to go to break, but I do want you to check out adammendler.com and tune into some of his blogs and podcasts. He's got a lot of stuff going on. We'll be right back. You will love working at Head Start. Please call us at 775-786-6023. Sage International Incorporated, call 1-800-254-5779 or visit sageintl.com. Get your free estimate. Visit suntechsolarscreens.com or call 352-9396. Suntech Solar Screens. Welcome back and thank you for tuning in to the Sherry Hill Show. The business community has a starring role to play in every major issue of our time, and the opportunities and risks in each are significant. Strong leadership will be essential as companies learn from the past, 
confront urgent issues, and plan for the future. My guest, Adam Mendler, has written extensively on leadership, management, entrepreneurship, marketing, and sales, having authored over 70 articles published in major media outlets, including Forbes and HuffPost. Adam's Lessons in Leadership series and Thrive Global and other media projects total more than 500 one-on-one interviews with America's top leaders. Adam draws upon his insights building and leading businesses and interviewing hundreds of America's top leaders as a keynote speaker to businesses, universities, and nonprofit organizations on leadership and related topics. If the last two years have shown leaders anything, it's that adaptability to rapid and unpredictable changes is essential, and this means that many companies are refocusing on what leadership entails. Adam, how are you helping leaders grasp the trends in culture change, leadership styles, and the structures of managerial roles? Well, that's what I do. That's what I live and breathe for. what I love doing each and every day. I try to do that through all facets of my work, through my podcast, 30-Minute Mentors, where I interview the most successful people in America. Through my speaking, I give talks to organizations of all sizes, all scopes, companies, nonprofit organizations, universities. I teach classes on leadership at UCLA. So I I just love doing this. And anyone who's interested and passionate about this topic, anyone who wants to become a better leader, there are so many different ways to engage with so many different people. But as far as engaging with me personally, I try to offer so many different points of entry and um to your point i just love doing this this is what i live for i tell people that i speak to whether it's on my podcast or whether it's in audiences that i talk to when you're trying to figure out what you want to do with your life you want to try to check three boxes you want to try to find something that you love doing you want to try to find something that you're great at and you want to try to find something that allows you to make a positive impact in the lives of others. And if you can find something that allows you to do all three of those things, it doesn't feel like work. It's something that just flows. It, it, you can do it all day, every day. You can do it from first thing in the morning until late at night and then go to bed and next thing you wake up raring to go again. And you contrast that to jobs you've had where could be one o'clock in the afternoon and you're exhausted and exhausted maybe not even from doing anything but exhausted from being unfulfilled exhausted from doing work that doesn't really resonate with you so for me I just love doing this and uh, I'm excited to talk about this with you and with your listeners awesome Well, let's talk about that, because as a leader, right, you're the leader. So you're right. You have to show up and be present and be passionate and excited. At the same time, there's a lot of um, cultural change going on. There's, you know, the huge what I would call the social entrepreneurship movement, which is delivering for people, planet and profit. There is the uh, push for 
diversity, equity, and inclusion. And so a lot of new language in the business world and a lot of things that, you know, we've, we've got to keep our eye on so that, A, uh, those clients and customers of ours uh, want to continue to do business with us. So how is it that you're helping leaders who are like me, you know, having to grasp and deal and um, step out of our comfort zone? Yeah, so you hit on a couple of really interesting and important themes. You mentioned social entrepreneurship. You mentioned diversity, equity, and inclusion. You also mentioned the importance of pushing your company. On my podcast, 30-Minute Mentors, these are key themes that we talk about. So, for example, social entrepreneurship. I did an interview with Neil Blumenthal, who is the co-founder and co-CEO of Warby Parker. Warby Parker, one of the models when it comes to social entrepreneurship. So really having a conversation around how companies can make money while also doing good. And one of the big takeaways from that conversation for anyone who tunes in is recognizing that when you're in the business of social entrepreneurship, being a social entrepreneur isn't about a marketing gimmick, isn't about having some kind of a small quick fix. It's really at the core of what you do. You are someone who is passionate about solving a problem, passionate about bringing about some kind of transformational change, and are able to, at the same time, solve a business problem and solve a real business problem. Warby Parker, great example of that. Um, so that's that's just one example. I mean, diversity, equity, and inclusion. Vic? a conversation that leaders across America are having, trying to understand how do I build a truly diverse and truly inclusive organization and how do I get there? And this is what we talk about on 30 Minute Mentors. How do I become my best self? Uh, Pushing your comfort zone, so important. Uh, So important to growing, so important to taking that next step. Um, So, Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> and that's really the key is, you know, you mentioned it in the, the first segment is leadership is really uh, moving into uh, people who are comfortable with change, who are flexible, who are active and good listeners, who are people that really want to move their organization forward, right? And more outspoken, even like myself, working in the workforce development community is to really help people understand that business ownership, entrepreneurship is really the one that's going to lead the charge through this nation. And in order to have that charge, we have to have successful businesses. To have successful businesses, you need to have good leaders. And so, you know, there's this whole push for employeeism again. And, you know, I look at it, Adam, here in northern Nevada. I mean, it is industrial park after industrial park because we're on the I-80 corridor, huge for logistics, right? And every building looks like a prison and, you know, cubicle city. And I just am uh, resistant to all of that because I'm in on the opposite side, 
for wanting people to start businesses and be entrepreneurs. So if you were just talking to someone who was thinking about starting a business, what are the, you know, the top three things you would say that you have to have as uh, part of your character or skill set so that you become a more effective leader? I think that the most important things that any entrepreneur needs, period, to be successful, number one is you have to have a great idea. So even beyond being a great leader, you have to have an idea that is worth fighting for, that you believe in deeply, that you believe in so passionately about, that you're willing to go down this hard road to pursue. Because to anyone listening who's not an entrepreneur, I can tell you, Sherry can tell you, it's a lot harder than it looks, it's a lot harder than it seems, and in many, many ways, it's a lot harder than the alternative. So if you are gonna become an entrepreneur, make sure that you have an idea that you really believe in, that you really love. That's number one. Number two is you have to be resilient. You have to be able to withstand punches. You have to be able to overcome obstacles because there are many. And really entrepreneurship is, if nothing else, a case study in how to manage, navigate, and overcome failure. Because you're going to navigate failures big and small every day. Being an entrepreneur entails highs and lows, and really the highest of highs and the lowest of lows. And you could be so high one day and so low the next day. And it's something that you have to be ready for. Do you have that makeup? Are you wired for it? So to be a great leader, you need to be able to be resilient. You need to be able to understand how to overcome obstacles in your life, in your career. And to be an entrepreneur, it's no different. Uh, Number three, and hopefully this comes to your question about leadership, is you need to be someone who recognizes that there's no I in team, that you might have a great idea, you might be a visionary, you might be someone who is the the co-founder, the founder, the co-founder, the CEO, whatever your title is, but to do anything successfully and to really build anything of any kind of value, you need to have great people around you. You need to have a great team around you. And to build a successful business, you need to build a winning team. So you need to be a person who is team-oriented, who is people-oriented, who understands how to delegate, who understands how to build a winning organizational culture, and who wants to really build something that goes beyond them as one individual person. Encourage people to go out to Adam Mendler, and that's A-D-A-M-M-E-N-D-L-E-R.com. Check out his 30-minute mentors. Uh, Great program. Sign up for his newsletter. Uh, You want him to come and speak for your organization, Adam will do it all. So I want to thank you for being here, (laughs) yes, and sharing with us today. Thank you so much for having me. This was a ton of fun, and I only wish that we had even more time. 
can we go to overtime? I'll invite you back and we'll do another show. So <laughs> I want to thank everyone for tuning into the Sherry Hill Show, where today leadership and business is amplified. Small business, the backbone of America. Send her a message on Facebook.com slash Sherry Hill Show and tune in next week, same time, same station for the Sherry Hill Show. For over 20 years, Sage International Incorporated has helped thousands of business owners put a proper foundation under their dream. If you want to get started in the right business track, schedule your free 30-minute consultation today. Call 1-800-254-5779. 1-800-254-5779. Sageintl.com. You will love working at Head Start. Please call us at 775-786-6023.